You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Sorry about the feet. I'm feeling nauseous. <laughs> and with that, welcome to another episode of the XOXO After Dark Cast. We are En Fuego here in the studio today. This is Abby. I'm here with Lauren and Kate. Kate's got a little cough. Lauren's feeling a little nauseous. So we thought it was the perfect time to talk about money. Specifically, the way women deal with money, how we think about it, how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. And um, so we'll talk a bit about that because it seems like such an ordinary thing we all have to deal with, but it has a lot of baggage associated with it. It really does. Yeah. Um, to kick it off, I am only now coming to terms with how much I uh, was modeled only a, a way of living in which my father handles all the bills and my mother does not. So um, I just recently was thinking about, and obviously this is not like an immediate thing, but I had always kind of assumed if I were to get married that I would hand over financial yeah financial mm. control to my husband and it only recently did it was it drawn to my attention that that's probably not how it would go that i would probably continue to work and do my finances and and it would remain if not separate intertwined but i had this vision of myself who is a controlling mm-hmm. uh, independent human who loves to pay her bills on time like why would i suddenly change and be like please husband mm-hmm. do my bill making well it's so funny what? this should come up because when we were thinking about the idea for this podcast Mm -hmm. it did not occur to me but rick and i just had that fight oh he wanted to take over one section of the bills which Mm -hmm. i have always paid Mm -hmm. um the house we live in right now and i have paid my own bills for so long that when it came and we had separate accounts before um we have one joint account but i have my account he has his account and then we've got the house account Mm -hmm. and i've always he wanted to take over all the bills and i was like no. Hmm. He's like, it's our money. And I was like, yes. <laughs> You're like, some of it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to control this portion of paying. It gives me some sense of satisfaction. Yeah. And I, it was a big fight, actually. Really? Like, so it's about trust. I was like, it's not about trust. So, so was he feeling it? emasculated by that, you think? Um, he had a little more time on his hands, and I would possibly I just would not give up the control of it and, and, he I, from, and I like popped a can on and he him. comes from a really sort of traditional background Very. in that manner Very. right so I'm sure his father paid all the bills yeah um but no I, it wouldn't even occur to me Kate mm-hmm. like I'm so mm-hmm. pleased to hear you reverse that train of thought because well, I was like <laughs> I've actually always had my own account we've always had a house account and he's always had his and then and that's not to say that we would mm-hmm. split those up but then he wanted to take over paying half the bills. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, no, actually, that doesn't work for it's me. It's interesting because so much of it is unspoken assumptions mm-hmm. about how things are supposed to be mm-hmm. or how you want them to be. That to examine them, I think, is really interesting, especially periodically when you go through shifts Change. in yeah, shifts yeah. in your marriage or in your financial situation or in even just desires. If, if Rick just woke up one morning and thought, I would like to control the house bills and you guys had a discussion about it, I think that's really healthy. Well, he couldn't, it was healthy until he was like, well, why? And I'm like, because. And he was like, well, why? And Mm -hmm. I said, 
because I said so. <laughs> and then he was like, but I don't understand your resistance. And I'm like, you don't need to. <laughs> this is mine. Well, that's, that's one approach. <laughs> but why do you think you felt that way so strongly? You know, yeah. it was funny. I, I did a lot of soul searching on that. And I think it really was about my independence and my need to control some part of this process. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel comfortable. My mom was a single mom for most of my growing up and she always paid bills. Mm -hmm. Like it was never something that was passed Mm -hmm. on. There was no one to pass it on to. It wasn't me and Ryan. So it was one of those things where she always paid the bills. Mm -hmm. So I I actually felt not personally attacked, but for lack of a better way to say it. Like, I was like, like no, no, I don't. Of yeah, I was like, yes. I don't understand why you would want to take that over. I paid. Yeah. You know what? That's the other thing. He's a little late on some things. Like, he always likes to pay the taxes, yeah. get the extension. Mm-hmm. No. I, oh, no. for my entire life, I was like, never. Right. So when I started having to joint file with him, I was like, um, I want this change. And he was like, no. And I was <laughs> like, you're crazy. Why wouldn't we? Let's do it different. And it, I, I don't like the way he does things. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Okay. It's so interesting uh, because I grew up, my parents are still married. Mom did not work outside the house for um, most of the time we were growing up. It wasn't until we were both in high school, I think. Uh, and so dad worked and earned the money, mm-hmm. but mom handled all the bills. Like he would, he would, you know, the money would go into the account. And she would, I remember her, she would sit at the table balancing her checkbook because, again, four million years old before computers, you know, calculator, little bank book. And dad would just be emptying ATM receipts out of his pockets for her so she could figure out, you know, like where the stuff went. And so I was like, of course the lady does the bills because the dad just has pockets full of receipts. (laughs) And Um, then you married Gordon. And then I married Gordon. I'm like, and the lady continues to do the bills. Well, actually, that's not entirely true because Gordon and I, um, while in theory we both agree that the way it should be handled is we each have money that we contribute to a central account, we have never set up the central account. <laughs> so in fact, our finances are like roommates, where <laughs> we each earn our own money, it lives in our own thing, we handle different bills. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, so he was in charge of car stuff. Right. He would pay the car and the, and insurance and you know getting it inspected and, and blah, blah, blah. I pay the cable bill and the phone bill and that's you how know. Rick and I did it before we it got is. married. Although um, since we got the new car and I'm like, wait, I bought that car. <laughs> I'm paying for this car. So wait now I think I think I have to have a renegotiation with uh, with my husband about what bills are going where. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, do you think it's that it's thing. a gender thing? Let me change the topic. Do you mm-hmm. think it's a gender thing to do women? I mean, obviously we've just given three examples of women who are very careful and conscientious mm-hmm. about their money. To say that, I, I mean, I have perfect credit. Like, I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, which is probably why I was like, no. Right. Not good at what you do when it comes to bills. But I do like to spend money in mm-hmm. a way that he does not. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, that's not true. Rick likes to spend money. Um, I wonder like, if you're you like, like me. like to shop for something to do. Fun, uh, it's a fun activity for Absolutely. you. Shopping. Yeah. Absolutely. And I do not want to f- ask permission to spend money. Ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... I and and this when Gordon first moved down here before we were married and he moved in with me and while he was looking for a job he was living in my apartment and I was of course paying the rent and right. it was I I knew he was working hard to l- look for a job mm-hmm. but he wasn't really bringing any money and you know he would you can't look for a job 8 hours a day and do nothing else right. and so there would be a day where he was like oh well I went to the bookstore and I bought these books and part of me is like oh yeah good and the part of me is like 
I'm paying the rent. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I'm like, this is gross, and I don't want to feel mm-hmm. resentful. Of course you should be able to buy a book. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. so part of, we have a weird um, uh, this sort of plausible deniability thing where it's like, I don't exactly know what he makes. I know most roughly mm-hmm. like oh, really? what he makes, <laughs> but I don't see his check, you know, like, and he knows it's, it's when we do our taxes together that he's like, oh, that's what you made this year. And I'm like, wow, OK, yeah. And especially because he works hourly with overtime. So right. his that's wages fluctuate. That's um, so funny. So yeah, we need we need a little to get more on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think because we are in our forties and should be grown ups now. <laughs> Do you have a will? Slight tangent. No, me neither. Oh my I god! Oh you my either, god! You, you need one. You have a kid. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just working on renters insurance. I have renters. You insurance. have renters insurance? No, I don't. I need to get it. Oh, you it's should. On my list for this year, I'm gonna do it. I can recommend. How much I, you is can it? do it online. It's like thirty it's bucks. P- it's, oh. nothing. it's nothing. It's it's not. And you've a got big to deal. do it. It's just a thing that I have not done yet. Just go to statefarm.com. I will. I promise it will happen before 2017. <laughs> this podcast not sponsored by State Farm. <laughs> exactly. But they are my renters insurance people. Um, I will take care of it. It's interesting because when listening to you guys talk, your financial lives are are. Uh, completely entwined whether or not you have joint checking Mm -hmm. accounts or not um with your husband's and my financial life is not tied to anyone else's what about your parents um i owe my dad a little bit of money oh see i was intertwined with my well my grandma before she passed used to give me 100 bucks 200 dollars a month yeah just so i could live oh because i literally was like so poor yeah and my father was like Enjoy. Yeah. And my mother never had that kind of money. So it was just, well, when I was the second divorce. When I was an assistant, my parents used to like slip. My mom would slip me fives. Like she saves her fives. She does this thing where she keeps her fives uh, when she gets them Mm -hmm. and then they live in her wallet. And then when she has a lot, she does something with them like splurges or I don't really know. I, I don't really understand the philosophy, but it's apparently pretty common. But she would every once in a while go to my bank account if I had called her crying being like I need a new top and I don't have any money <laughs> she would slip me like 30 bucks or something I love it yeah so that was really lovely but it was never a monthly stipendy thing yeah. they were really generous when I moved here they they paid my first month's rent and my like deposit um because who has that piled up like, right nobody yeah and that was their graduation gift to me that was like this is if you're gonna make a go of this life yeah. We're not going to send you out there to like work the streets. Exactly. Um, pound the pavement, do what you can, but we'll we'll make sure you have a roof over your head for yeah. one month, and then after that, no more of this dream job chasing. Then you get a job at the Coldstone again or whatever. <laughs> I got to say the because my parents didn't pay me a monthly mm-hmm. anything really. Although at at holiday Christmas time they were like, "Do you just need a check?" And I'm like, mm. "But I have to say, and it's kind of an invisible help, but for which I am eternally grateful, is they paid my student loans." Oh, oh, see, I didn't incur any student and loans, and again, that is, uh, I can't over, I can't overstate how much that means that I yeah. am not having to pay back. Yeah, I and I know pay. compared to my friends who have had mm-hmm. to do it, yeah, right. I paid student loans till mm-hmm. I was thirty-one years old, which is actually not that bad for no some, getting I mean, out that terrible, soon is is impressive. Oh, as I was like, yeah. Also, no graduate school. No graduate school, but it was painful. Yeah. But and I do wonder. That was pre and my before. Grand, yeah. I mean, it wasn't cheap, but you right. know, and it was a state, a state school. school. Yeah, but I still paid. Yeah, but, um, Stanford don't play. <laughs> yeah, I bet not. <laughs> Though um, it's, how's it's, that master's degree treating? Well, for the master's, I paid the grad school. I paid myself because I you you work, work. for it. So mm-hmm. I would. That's what when I was TA. teaching comp that yeah. paid for it, but. Mm-hmm. 
Um, even then, and now, what I had to pay for Stanford seems like a bargain because tuition is skyrocketing double yeah. what it was. So how do you and forget? You know, you have a niece. You know, you will have a girl someday. And I, I'm making this about women mm. because we are them. How do you think you we instill? I mean, I have nieces. Uh, uh, how do I instill? Well, I guess it's really about your parents and how do you make this a priority and how do you think? I think it yeah. is different for women and men and spending money. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it's Well, wage gap. I was yeah. just going to bring that <laughs> yep. up. Yeah. Hopefully by the time my nieces go into the workforce, there will be no wage gap. Maybe. From your lips. Yeah. But it's true. I but think it's going to happen in my the lifetime. acculturation of women don't ask for raises, women right. don't are... And don't bargain or don't um, right. negotiate. And a then lot. we bargain a lot. It's true. And then a lot of women will sort of blame themselves for not doing it. But if they do bargain, they'll be blamed for it. That's true. Like, I mean, now studies are showing they're like, yeah, we, you know, well, you just didn't negotiate for a raise. But then when you go in and do it, they're like, you grasping witch. Yeah. Um, but this is part of this. Part Double of the reason standards. I was interested in talking about this is um, I was talking to a financial expert who is going to do a book with North Star Way um, coming up, and her name is Amanda Steinberg. And she is really compelled by... She she's founded The Daily Worth, dailyworth.com. Mm -hmm. And she's really compelled by the stories women tell themselves about how they are with That's money. what I'm curious about. That's yeah. why it was so noteworthy what to me. What do you me. mean? Well, that, that story <laughs> that I told myself subconsciously mm -hmm. that when I got married, I would hand over financial control to my husband. Mm -hmm. That was not conscious. That that was something that I realized I assumed about mm -hmm. marriage that yeah. isn't true necessarily, but or, it's a story. Or a story you tell yourself. Maybe, maybe some women tell themselves, I'm not good with money. Right. And so they don't ever try investing or, or they don't set up a 401k because they just they tell themselves they're sort of overwhelmed or they tell themselves, you know, it just runs through my fingers. I just love to spend. And then what happens, she's saying, is basically you um, develop bad habits. You kind of do in that you see something you want. And even though if you told yourself I am going to budget so that I can have that at some point, mm -hmm. but I'm going to be smart about my money. Right. And, and that was the story you told yourself. I am smart with money, so I know how to save and how to enjoy. Mm -hmm. But if you are telling yourself, I'm a spender, what can I do? Then That's you allow thing. yourself to, to fulfill your own destiny mm -hmm. that way. And well, so you have to kind of think about what scripts are you and acting on yourself. It's interesting too that one of my at, at the beginning of this year I set up this list of financial goals and there are certain things on it that are that would be very easy to accomplish like getting renters insurance, mm -hmm. right? That's something that would benefit me greatly were something to happen and I live in a tinderbox of an apartment. Mm -hmm. So like I should have renters insurance. Still it's October almost. Have I done this? No. One of them was to call my father's financial advisor and just sit down and talk with him about the things that I have in my 401k and mm -hmm. if I'm properly optimized. Just a conversation. Mm -hmm. Have I contacted this account? No, the very thought no. of doing that is making me feel ill. And like, yet, it's something that I know I'm capable of doing. I do it at work all the time. Take care of business. Don't think twice about it. Deal with... It's You know what? And, and even though we're talking about money, it's choosing yourself versus... At least I, I now make like my goals before Christmas mm -hmm. or my goals before whatever. And it's go to the dentist, da 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 da. Right. You know, take like, care of yourself. Go mm -hmm. get your um, shots and your or the breast exam mm -hmm. or, yeah. you know what I mean? Whatever. 
I don't have to do that. Anyways, um, <laughs> I know. So, I haven't right done any of those like, things. I need to do them all. Mental note, mammogram, do. Um, so th- th- it's those things, and I started doing that. I think after I hit thirty-five, it became a priority. I put go get a facial. Right. I get a facial. Oh, I got a facial on Wednesday. It was so nice. Oh, uh, see, I get a facial like three times a year before, mm-hmm. after every season. I got all the suntan lotion off my face that was like <laughs> under the pores, and I knew I needed to go. Mm-hmm. And I make the girl show me it. It's so good. Ew. Um, it's so good. <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's a hydrofacial, so it's like in a jar. Oh, okay. They suck it all out. Huh. So good. Wait, it's not extraction. Oh no. We're gonna need to talk about this later. Yes. Different podcast. That means, yeah. oh, oh no, that's for. Peasants, no. Oh, this is. The, oh, no. <laughs> I'm a peasant. <laughs> this is the name good. of the podcast. Because you're not good with money. <laughs> exactly. It's because you're not good with money. I've narrowed it down. But anyways, oh the God. point is, I choose myself now. Right. I, I found it was something that I did when I got older. Oh, and you should do it now. Me. Choose I'm, yourself now. I'm going to. You will. I swear. Oh, I well, I think we've learned valuable lessons. <laughs> I think so. I do wish that we had somebody on the podcast who wasn't a working woman. Yeah. Like I wish we had a stay-at-home mom sitting with us and a retiree sitting with us. I really think it's, it's about the person, to be honest. You don't think it's about their income at all? Well, my sister doesn't make a dollar, and she's the worst. She couldn't pay a bill. <laughs> no, she's that's not what I'm saying. Financially responsible. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying is that different perspectives might be bringing something to the table. That's we true. are I guess somewhat I echo chambering each other because we all have our. Oh own yeah, income. we all say the same thing. So of right. course our priorities are are going to be in line. It's a self-selecting bias. Mm-hmm. Like we want to make money and we want to. Generally, be well, we will, well, the nice thing about working with all these authors is mm-hmm. that a ton of them have day jobs, a ton of them have given up day jobs, mm-hmm. some of them are raising kids, and, and this is a thing they did working at home. So, I bet you we can find a panel of people to talk about Maybe this we should have in a, a further part two, and, yeah. we, and we have more people, not just us. Yeah, mm, fair enough. Let's think about that. Excellent. Well, until then, you know, make sure you count your pennies, ladies. Absolutely. And use them to buy books. And gents. I have to assume right. that there are some men here as well. Yes. have And, and have good, calm, uh, loving conversations with your financial partners about how to share those responsibilities. <laughs> or with yourself. Or with yourself. And Absolutely. with that, the best conversations happen, happen after, after dark. dark.